What is going on, folks? Welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Pit Podcast, your daily podcast covering the Pittsburgh Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And folks, today, plenty to talk about. We will talk a little bit, though, about the pit wide receivers. Today's going to be all about them. We're going to talk about Jordan Ashton, Kamala Mumfield, Jared Wayne, Jaden Bradley, and more in that receiving room today. Plenty of it to come up. We're also going to talk a little basketball. Jalen Ganey had a Zoom interview with Pitt men's basketball head coach Jeff Capel and staff today. We're going to talk about that, what he could bring, and if Pitt lands him, what will it do for the outlook in the portal the rest of the way. All of it's coming up today on Locked on Pitt. You are Locked on Pitt, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, folks? Welcome back to the Locked On Pitt Podcast. And as always, thank you for making the Locked On Pitt Podcast your first listen. As always, folks, if you are watching this right now, make sure to comment, like, subscribe, do all that good stuff, turn on the notification bell. If you are listening to this, make sure to leave a interview and a review rather, and make sure to give feedback here on the Lacked on Pit Podcast. Cannot make this podcast as good as possible without. You guys, folks, today's episode of Locked On Pit is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is reshaping the way the, that fantasy sports are played. Dozens of house based games to play daily. No sharks, no funky props, just your skill versus the lineups you choose. Sign up today at stathero.comslash locked on. All right, folks, now plenty of things to talk about in the world of Pit right now. There's a struggling baseball team, there's an interesting softball team, and the lacrosse team. Appears to be much better than anyone thought it would be. And, of course, there's plenty more to talk about in terms of spring ball and the men's basketball program where, where it will go as we kind of move forward here. But I do want to talk about the pit receivers. You know, I've talked a little bit about them on here when Dalton Coppola from the Pit News came on here. Last week, we talked a little bit about the receivers, and I wanted to ask him specifically about Kanata Mumfield and kind of how he fit into everything. But I, I really want to break down this room because it is such a fascinating room to me i really do find this room to be fun i find this room to be such a diverse skill set of players that this thing could go really anywhere and this thing is really an exciting room and so let's break it down here in terms of the top dudes and you don't need to you don't need me to talk about Jordan Addison. <laughs> this guy is great. We know he's great. He's a Bolitnikoff Award winner. He might be a first-round draft pick at the very least. He's going to be a top 100 draft pick. This is a stud. So Jordan Addison is, is going to be phenomenal, and we know that. But there's also kind of the caveat of what does he look like without Kenny Pickett? And I think that's an interesting storyline to kind of explore here. Because when I look at what made those two so good, a lot of it was Addison's ability just to separate with ease from any alignment. He can work outside and separate. He can make contestant catches. He worked a lot on that this year. He said that, and he really did get better at his contestant catches. Phenomenal body control. The route running is insane. I mean, there's so much to him that you just love, right? So, So this is a dude that 
is really a dynamite player. And that's always been the fun thing about this guy. Jordan Addison gets the one big thing every receiver wants to get. That's separation. And now with Keen Slovis, a guy who's more than willing to rip the ball deep, you're still going to have a guy that will allow him to win downfield. You're still going to have a guy that's going to allow Jordan Addison to spread the field and do a lot of different things. And that's still exciting. Now, he's a different quarterback than Kenny, and Kenny's obviously more rhythm and timing-based, I feel like. And, you know, Slovis is a guy that likes to be in, in terms of that, and he they like to be timing-based and, and very in-tempo. He would probably prefer to be that, but Frank Signetti's scheme is going to be very dialed up, very kind of narrowing the field. They're going to make defined reads for him. They're going to try and make sure he doesn't have to go too far off his reads, but if he has to, there will be options. And so Addison's route tree is going to probably expand a little bit. And by that, I mean, he's, you're not just going to see him going on go balls. You're not just going to see him going on posts. You're not just going to see him going on glances. You're probably going to see him running some drag routes. You're probably going to see him working from a few different alignments, stacked alignments. You're probably going to see him work a little bit differently in terms of where he does work in. Because while Signetti's offense is a pro-style offense, there's obviously different umbrellas of those as well. But a stud. And so you don't need me to tell you what he's going to do this year. This guy's going to be great. He's going to help the team a ton. And obviously Jordan Addison is going to do what Jordan Addison does. And that's always been the exciting thing about Jordan Addison. Such a beacon of consistency. And so when we talk now about the guys behind him, there's also Kanata Mumfield. And what Kanata Mumfield brings to the table is a similar type of player to what he brings to the table, to what Jack Jordan Addison brings, the type of separation ability, the route running ability, the savviness, the quick feet, all of that is exactly what you bring with Kanata Mumfield. But he's young, right? Kanata Mumfield lit the world on fire at Akron. He, even against upper competition, he was really good. Kanata Mumfield. He's a really fun football player. And you can see it when he runs his routes. There's just a different type of fluidity to it. The way he gets in and out of his breaks. The way he can run his routes in terms of switching tempo, switching pace, using his eyes to deceive. Eyes lie in, turn, in football, especially if you're a receiver. And he does a great job of using that. He's very nuanced for where he's at. I'm very excited to see what Kanata Mumfield brings. Now, is he going to be as good in contested catch situations? That's a question that has to be answered, of course. But there's a lot of things that he does well. Very savvy route runner. Works from a slot and outside. Quick, explosive off that inside, heat, inside arch of the foot. Pretty solid. After the catch as well, so you get another yap creator. That's important. And so Mumfield is a guy that consistently stands out as that second separator. And Pitt didn't really have that. And when you look at in terms of how good he did and how good he's going to do off those one quick reads, those defined reads or the triangle reads that might be set up for Keaton Slovis, that's big time. Because you need guys that can separate. You need guys that understand pacing and timing. Kanata Mumfield is built perfectly for that. And you're going to be able to work him from a different multitude of alignments. So this is really going to be a fun type of player to watch. Because I think Mumfield is going to be really good. 
His tape shows he's really good. He's already got a very expansive route tree. He's always got that separation ability. He's got that fluidity to him. He's very advanced. Very advanced. This guy looks like the type of player that would go to the NFL eventually. That's the type of player we're talking about. A potential NFL talent right now. And so I'm very impressed with Kanana Bumfield. I'm very impressed with what he could be. I'm very excited for it. He's going to step into that wide receiver two role. Probably going to work a little bit more downfield. I would imagine taking some of Taysier Mack's role uh, in the offense and trying to get some downfield. Downfield routes are probably his best routes in terms of understanding how to attack leverage and cushion. Uh, he's done a really good job of that at Akron. Cut 10 passes of 20-plus yards or more. And honestly, in the Mac with the quarterback they had, that's a good thing. Uh, so Kanana Mumfield's a guy that's growing more and more. And he's going to look to really make this big leap next year. And I think he's got a good can to do it. He's, he's a very exciting player, very exciting talent. I'm excited to see what we can see from him in the spring game and throughout the rest of spring practices, of course, as we get into the season, more of that. All right, folks, now I want to switch over and talk a little bit more about Jared Wayne, Jalen Byrne, Jaden Bradley. Who else could step up in that room? However, first, folks, let me let you know about Stat Hero, because, man, I do love March Madness, and I love these brackets, but I can't remember the last time I actually went deep or even won any money. I imagine my best this year was Stat Hero's NCAA Pick'em Contests. Stat Hero's NCAA Pick'em's pit the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with the gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you are going up against. In addition to those stat pick'em games, you can have dozens of lines you can comb through to take on a head-to-head. So all they have to do is post sets of players for you to take on with a set of players you choose. So here's the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fix. Sign up for free right now at stethero.com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stethero.com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stethero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. Terms and conditions apply. All right, folks, welcome back to the Lockdown Pit Podcast. We're continuing to talk about this pit wide receiver room a little bit. Highlight the two big ones that are going to be Addison and Mumfield, and maybe if you want a third big one, you can put a guy like Jared Wayne up there. And Jared Wayne's a really fun player. And the guy who took probably the biggest leap next year in terms of what he had versus what he does now, that's the type of guy you've got now. And here's the thing about Jared Wayne. Small guy that can do a lot of small guy things. He's a big guy. He's, you know, this, this burlier type, this physicality that he brings, it's obvious. But he's a big guy that can do little guy things. And that's not something you could find. And that's something he didn't really do his first few years. But last year, created a lot more yak, got way better after the catch. Kind of just putting himself in, in the position to be able to make things happen after the catch. I thought that was really a big thing. When he caught the ball, he was ready to go and ready to do things. He was physical. He had good contact balance. He had good vision. He had all these different types of traits that made him able to make things happen 
in terms of that yak ability. Now, he's a guy that's a bit more limited. You're probably going to put him mostly outside if almost ever. You're almost never going to put this guy inside, right? Because he's just such a force outside with his physicality, his size, his contested catchability. He's also got pretty solid speed. I don't think he's a burner, but I think he's a guy that can run four fives. So solid speed for his size, that's for sure. And if, if we're to believe his listed size, and again, it's been pretty good with listing their sizes throughout the combine stuff. Usually they track. If he's 6'3", Ted, that's a good size for him. And he'll he'll be a guy that's going to be able to work both at all at the under routes, the upper routes, but he's also a guy that will kind of works all three levels. And Pitt is now three guys at the very least that work all three levels in terms of Mumfield, Addison, and Wayne. They all attack all three levels of the field, and that's a good receiver. Now, Wayne's not a guy that gets a ton of separation, which is okay, but he's a guy that's got an expansive route tree. He's a guy that's physical. He's a good blocker, willing blocker. You need guys like that. I like Jared Wayne. The big year, he might find himself in the NFL. It's not crazy to think out of this crop right now, at least the top three, that all three of them go to the NFL. They've got that talent. One of them certainly will. I'd hedge my bet that all three of them end up going there. They have that type of talent right now in this wide receiving core. Now, the guys behind them get a little bit more interesting in terms of guys to watch for. Jalen Barden is a really interesting guy heading into his junior year, his third year now. Got hurt last year, broke his collarbone, and missed a lot of time. Uh, and, and missed the rest of the year, actually, after breaking his collarbone. So did Taysier Mack, of course. But the bigger thing about what happened in terms of that Jalen Barden thing is that he was really starting to hit his stride. And this was something that really bummed me out when I watched it happen because I thought that Jalen Barden was really starting to turn that corner. He was starting to understand things, how to attack zones, how to attack leverage, how to run his routes in a way that he can use his speed to become more dynamic down the football field. And he was up and, and he was willing to go up and get balls. He was willing to be a deep threat that while he had speed, if he was covered, he'd go over you. He'd fight through you. He was that physical guy that would fight to get that football. He'd go and high point that ball. Physicality, you're going to play through his hands. He's going to fight you for it. He's going to have sticky hands. He's going to have strong hands. And fighting at that catch point, being aggressive at that catch point, I thought was a really big adjustment he made last year. And so Jalen Barnes, a guy, the fastest guy probably in this entire unit. It's big that he has a big ear. Because this is a guy that's a really solid guy, and they need that kind of Z field stretcher. And if we're to believe Keen Slovis is maybe going to open up this offense, and Frank Signet can throw this ball deep, and they, he has done it with Phil Jerkovich in the past, this is a guy that's going to have to step up big. And this is a guy in Jalen Borden who's going to get a ton of tread doing that. He's going to get a lot of tread having that deep threat ability. And he, he had a few very big explosive plays. He's had a few of them now. But this is going to be his big year. Can he take that next step? He's slotted right in there as the fourth wide receiver who could easily eat into time whenever they want speed on the field. If he can take that next leap, Pitt's receiving core can really be dynamic. Jane Bradley's kind of in a similar vein, although his skill sits a little bit redundant with what Jared Wayne brings to the table. They're very similar players uh, in a lot of ways. He's a young Jared Wayne in a lot of ways. A guy that doesn't have a ton of yak, still probably learning how to attack pressure in terms of leverage and, and jams and beating press, understanding how to work those out. He's understanding 
how to go up and win contested catch balls. He's still understanding what it takes to be a good college football player. But you saw flashes last year. You saw some good routes. You saw some really good catches at the catch point. You saw a few really good plays from him. They give you really good hope from him. He's a guy that could play and play a lot this year if he can take the leap. But again, until Jared Wayne leaves, which could be after this year, I think he's a little bit on the back burner. Great depth to have. I think a really talented wide receiver. I think a guy that just needs to take that next step. He's going to need to understand how to run these routes a little bit more effectively. He's going to understand how to settle down in those zones. He's going to have to read his quarterback's eyes, work through timing factors with them. Jaden Bradley's just going to have to learn the nuances a little bit of the game. And I think that's when you'll see him step up and really come through with a punch and kapow it through. I think last year, just a little bit too early for him to kind of make that big push to having a big, big, big year and impact overall. However, I will say this. I, I think that Bradley has a ton of potential and I think he could be a really good player. Now, Pitt's wide receiving core, it's hard not to be optimistic about most of these guys because when you look at their roster as well and, and who they have down the, the, the roster, there's a lot of guys that you just have to be really excited about. Guys like Addison Com Copeland, like that's a guy that 100% brings a lot to the table. His tape was good. A little bit under-recruited before he blew up after a Pitt-Notre Dame offer. He's a guy that brings a lot to the table. That's very exciting. Big type of guy. He's a guy that, that fits in that kind of Wayne mold, but he's a speedster. He can fly. So he could be a guy that maybe pushes for some time early on. I wouldn't expect it, but again, I can't rule that out. You have guys like Miles Alston still there. You know, Alston, a redshirt freshman this year. Can he take that next step? A guy that was very, very savvy in his routes. You have a guy, another guy that pits higher on in Garrett Bickhart. That's someone that they really like. And and this is another guy, you know, in Gavin Thompson, who who they like, who who is a walk on that has grown and put up that depth chart every year. So so there's a lot of talent in this room right now. And so who knows who's going to come out of it, and who knows who's going to win kind of these rotational spots right now the top five seems clear but don't count on a guy like copeland don't count on a guy like chain Wabuko, who's going to come on to campus who's a speedster who's an absolute barn burner a track athlete don't count out guys like that necessarily there's a lot of talent in this room though so it might be hard to crack the rotation but it's a good thing it's a good thing to have this much talent in the wide receiving room it's really fun to watch and we'll see who can really emerge as the next star aside from jordan addison all right, folks, I do want to talk a little bit, though, about Pitt men's basketball. Jalen Ganey from Brown had a Zoom call with Pitt today. George Michalowski of Pittsburgh Sports Now reported it. We'll talk about that, the significance of it, and what it sounds like is happening there. But first, let me let you know about Run Your Pool, because March Madness is only a few days away, and that means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual, or are you looking for the best? We've done our homework here, and we're running brackets with RunYourPool.com. Along with standard brackets, RunYourPool offers game types like Survivor or Pick X. They have their options to edit scoring, and they offer more intel to make your picks. All the stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS. And folks, listen. Clearly, we believe Run Your Pool because, like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize up to $1,800, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family. 
Enter Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize up to $1,800. We look forward to seeing and beating you. Fair. Folks, it's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and information. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season, and it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continuous source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Then online, where the game starts. All right, welcome back to the Live on the podcast here as we're continuing to talk here. This one, though, switching over from the wide receiving core, we are going to talk a little bit about this pit men's basketball program the transfer portal not fruitful just yet but it's so early in the process you can't expect that and so pit when you look now at who they could get well how about Jalen Ganey from Brown a transfer this is a guy that was a two-time Ivy League defensive player of the year we talked about him a little bit last week and what he could potentially bring he's gonna be recruited as a four and Pitt already had a zoom interview schedule with them so there are going to be teams that are potentially in the tournament right now that are talking with it right and that is 100 very real there's guys that are going to be thinking about well who's going to be on me first who's going to show the most interest and Pitt has an advantage in terms of guys like Ganey because some of these coaches are going to be focused on the NCAA tournament and obviously, tournament teams are going to need to replace their guys too. But Pitt, this is one of the advantages they could have. They can jump on guys early, maybe make a first impression, and maybe steer them towards them. And this seems to be maybe what they're doing with Jalen Ganey right now because this Zoom meeting, it's early. There's no other scheduled Zoom meetings for Ganey, for George Michalowski. And this is a guy that felt like everything went well. Pitt showed him the facilities. Pitt showed him around the campus told him about the role, set up the vision, talked about guys like Justin Champagny at that forward spot. There's a lot of good things that Pitt has shown Ganey. And so while he doesn't actually have anything planned in terms of commitment timeline or anything like that, and you would certainly wait for someone to come out you know, of that tournament, if, if you were him, you would 100% wait. But this is a guy that when you look at him, does a lot of good things. Shot blocker, good defender in the in the terms of the paint. Can go to the perimeter and actually do it too. Had a really good offensive break there at the end of the year. This was a pretty intriguing player in terms of what he could actually bring to the table in terms of that last stretch. And Ganey is a guy that if Pitt could land him, well, there's one of your Mohamed Ugi replacements. And I say one of them because... The guy was such a freak in terms of what he did. And by that, I mean, he shot the three ball well. He was a great shot blocker. He's kind of this hybrid post player, and you just don't find many hybrid post players. So this is a dude that's 100% a, a, a kind of part of that force 
But the big part of that force is he's going to be that defender. And Pitt needs a defender down low. They're going to need that. Hughley, while he's great, is still growing in that role. And so Pitt needs that down low. Pitt needs someone to fill that void that's left by Mogi. That's the guy that could do it, man. That's exactly the type of guy, when you look at it, he is 100% that dude. And so when I look at what Ganey brings, this would be a good landing spot for him. And again, stats aren't going to jump off the page. They aren't, but the tape does. Good feet, high basketball IQ, understanding how to hedge screens, understanding spacing in terms of how they're going to attack him. Really strong frame defender. Good rebounder. A guy that had multiple double-doubles down the stretch. He fits a really thin profile that Pitt needs, and that's one of them. They really need a guy like this that can fill that foreign and be that defensive presence. Now, if he brings the offense with them and he brings the, the board presence, cool. That'd be great, too. If Pitt can have another offensive presence down low, they could use it. But his strength is going to be throughout his kind of build and his defensive ability. And that's the big thing. And that's going to be the big thing. So when I look at him overall, I really like what I see from this guy. Really fun player. Really good good player too and you can kind of profile him a little bit and when you get guys like this they usually transfer up well the defensive bigs the defensive fours if they understand spacing if they're strong if they have the right build they're going to provide help and these are the type of guys that can really transition well to the next level because unlike daniel adapo who kind of used his size more and, and bullied guys because he was just a little bit bigger and stronger. That's not really the case with him. That's not really the case with Jalen Ganey. He kind of thinks through from that. So he's more ball player. Not that he can't be a bit of an athlete, but he's more of a ball player. He's more of a cerebral type of player. And that's kind of something that Pitt needs as they're growing into things. And having him at the four could be big to help this team out. It would be a good start to build the rotation and the cornerstones to what is hopefully a fruitful fifth year for Jeff Capel, no matter how unlikely that fruitfulness may be. All right, folks, we'll be back tomorrow here. We maybe we'll have some free agent signings from Pitt alums to talk about or extensions. Who knows? We'll see Jordan Whitehead still out there trying to sign there. If he signs, we will talk about it on here. We will talk about everything that comes there. If not, folks, we're going to continue to look at a little bit at this Pitt football roster and i'm going to talk about gavin bartholomew in the tight end room could they add guys what is he going to do this year we'll talk about that tomorrow if not if not that'll be thursday so we'll see how it works out but folks thanks as always for tuning in and as always hail top hit